Welcome back, everyone, to the Offstage Podcast. We're so excited that you tuned in with us. My name is Michaela Schultz, and I'm the creative director at Refuge. And we have just been so blessed by this podcast. We are answering questions that were submitted by people from the church, from social media. And we are discussing maybe some tough topics that we might not normally have time to discuss on a Sunday morning. And so uh, today I have Pastor Matt here with us, and he is our amazing lead pastor. Yes, and uh, yes, I'm also Michaela's dad. So that's a blessing that to have too. her stay on staff with us <laughs> as well. But yeah, as we dive into the question, you want to go ahead and read the question? Yeah, so the question is about tithing. Why is tithing important? Now, tithing, first of all, it needs to be defined. And really, uh, the easiest way and the simplest way to define tithing is first tenth. And mm -hmm. in the context of, of Christianity and biblical truth, it's giving the first tenth uh, to the Lord in a form of a, a, a aspect of giving, uh, offering. And so uh, Malachi 3.10 actually gives us a scriptural foundation for that and understand that this is a principle we live by, and some people see it from a legalistic standpoint, but it's important that we see it as a principle to live by mm -hmm. and not a law to abide by. And so it starts out by saying, will a man rob God? And so it's a question posed uh, uh, by Malachi. It says, yet you are robbing me, but you say, how have we robbed you? Then God's response is in tithes and contributions. You, you are cursed with a curse, for you are robbing me, the whole nation of you. Bring the full tithe into the storehouse, that there may be food in my house, and thereby put me to the test, says the Lord of hosts. If I'll not open the windows of heaven for you and pour down for you a blessing until there's no more need. So this is a promise that we see in Scripture that is designed for your good, for our good. Mm -hmm. But it requires uh, us to respond in obedience and uh, to see this as, you know, people w sometimes wonder, why is my life not blessed? Well, maybe they're not living by a principle that will result in bringing blessing in their life. And now because of finances, and the whole issue of money, people can get really weird about that. Mm -hmm. And and it's realizing that uh, Matthew 6.21 says, where a man's treasure is, that's where his heart is also. So your heart always follows your treasure. Yeah. And so when God wants us to honor him first, our heart goes to him because your heart, in principle, always follows the, your treasure. Yeah, that's so good. I love that verse too. And something at Refuge that we do is um, every Sunday morning and even throughout the week, but on Sunday morning, we have a portion of our service where we give an opportunity for people to give. And I know it's your heart for this church that we have that culture of generosity and and that's a, just a part of who we are. We're a giving church. We we see a need and we help and we give. And so for people who are giving, how can people trust, not even just giving to refuge, but giving to any kind of ministry, how can people trust that their money is actually being used for good and it's going back into the community or 
any how how can people know that what they give is actually going into something good? Well, that's a great question because you know anytime we give into any organization, we want to know that the money is being stewarded in the in the right way, so that the needs that uh, are being told are being met are being met. Mm-hmm. And so we are very transparent in in what we do with the finances received into the Ministry of Refuge, and it becomes evident to see what we're doing in the community and through our ministry, through our child care, through our, our Christian school of how we're serving the community through the mm-hmm. resources that we receive. And so we're accountable, you know, not only from a legal standpoint, but also to, um, as a, from a spiritual perspective, to our people. Um, yeah, so I think it's important that we do remain transparent mm-hmm. and, uh, with, with how we steward people's resources. Yeah, that's so good. And so, Pastor Matt, in your own life, do you have any examples of when you gave or when you tithed and how God blessed you in that? Well, I, I have many, many testimonies of how God has uh, blessed us because we've honored that principle. Mm-hmm. But what's important to me is that people don't do something or tithe based on me telling them to do it mm-hmm. because then they'll do it under obligation. It needs to become a revelation to them. It needs to become a conviction to them. For Deb and I, we honor God with the first fruits of our increase. We honor God with the tithe. And we see that as a principle before any bill is paid, uh, God gets his portion first. And we have literally seen the fulfillment of of the windows of heaven being poured out. Even during times of financial uh, duress in our personal life, We've continued to remain faithful to honor God in the tithe, and we've seen him faithfully provide and meet and supply our needs over the years. And um, you cannot outgive God. I think everyone has heard that statement, but it's it's absolutely true. And there's a scripture, and I'm going to share this because it really speaks of generosity generosity and captures that concept. It's in 2 Corinthians chapter 9, and, and I'm reading from the New Living Translation because it words it in a, a better way that we can, I, I believe, understand it. It says, remember this, a farmer who plants only a few seeds will get a small crop, but the one who plants generously will reap a generous crop. You must each decide in your heart how much to give, and don't give reluctantly or in response to pressure. That's so often the case for Mm -hmm. a lot of people. For God loves a person who gives cheerfully. So there's there's a joy uh, that's associated in giving if you're giving Mm -hmm. with the right motivation. And verse 8, I love this. As a result of giving with a cheerful heart, as a result of giving as you've determined in your heart to give, as you've decided, as a conviction, it says, and God will generously provide all you need then you will always have everything you need and plenty left over to share with others. And really the concept, I think Jesus said in in the book of Acts, uh, chapter 25, he said, it's more blessed to give than to receive. Mm -hmm. And to be on the end of where you're blessing others creates and generates so much joy uh, in the heart. And and I love to give and I, I love to see the joy it brings to others and the impact it brings in other people's lives. And so it's, it's a concept that we really need to get a hold of as, mm-hmm. as believers in the church. Yeah, absolutely. I think about even in my life as I've always had that conviction when it comes to giving and then um, even getting married and my husband, he even has 
more of a conviction on that, which he helps me a lot because he's like, oh, we should be giving to this and this and this. And like sometimes maybe my my selfish attitude is more like, well, like, you know, we already gave, so we're probably good, right? But he helps me because it just opens my eyes to kind of going back to that culture of generosity and realizing that it is not about a number. It's not about an amount. It's about your heart. And if you have that cheerful heart, if you aren't giving under obligation, but because you genuinely want to give, God honors that. And it doesn't matter what amount you have to give, God honors your obedience. And and that is way more important than any amount that you could ever give is your heart. Yeah, absolutely. And and giving, it boils down to uh, loving others, loving mm-hmm. God, loving others, because God so loved that what he gave. And if we can grasp that principle yeah. and embrace it in our own lives, it's so important. And even understanding the principle, I'll share this. A number of years ago, I was invited to have a, a private meeting with a multimillionaire. And I was a little bit nervous, like, what am I going to say to this guy? So I introduced myself as uh, that I'm a pastor. And he said, you're a pastor? So then he said, do you believe in tithing? And I said, well, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And then he said, and this guy wasn't even a believer at the time. Later, he made Mm -hmm. a commitment to the Lord. But he said, I believe in tithing, that it is a principle that will create wealth. And he's speaking from a secular standpoint. Mm-hmm. And he said, I encourage all the people in my organization to tithe as well, because it will it will be a benefit to them. And I'm looking at this guy who's not even a follower of Jesus and has grasped this principle. Mm-hmm. And this principle works because it's been established by God in the earth. Yeah. Um, but when you are a believer and you do it from the heart out of love for God, it, it it produces so much more. Yeah. Yeah. That's so good. As we kind of wrap things up here with this episode, are there any closing thoughts or examples that you would like to add? Well, I would just uh, say it's important for you to really go to the Word, study the Scriptures, but to really ask God to allow you to express generosity and take on that attribute that comes from him because God is generous and God mm-hmm. is a giver. And that should be an attribute that becomes evident in everyone who follows him. So, And yeah, and I think too, even as we're closing, when we look at being generous, I think automatically our mind goes to money because... I mean, and we're talking about tithing, mm-hmm. so that would make sense. But really, it's it's more about could you be giving of your time? Absolutely. Could you give of your talents? That's what are good. other maybe maybe you're really struggling to make ends meet and you're like, well, I can't maybe give as much as I want to give. But you know what? I can serve and I can help people. And I think that's just as important as and, and it just goes back to the heart. If you have a heart of generosity, a heart to give not always financially, but you have a heart to give, to serve, that makes all the difference. And I think one concept that's important, I heard this years ago, that we need to live to give, not live to get. And some people have that mentality, I'm going to get all I can, but no, how about let's give all we can. Amen. And we'll be blessed for it. 
Amen. Such a good word. So encouraging. Mm -hmm. So if you were blessed by today's podcast, we just encourage you to share it with somebody who you think might be encouraged by it. Uh, You can like this post and you can also subscribe so that you can keep up to date with all of the new uh, episodes that we are putting out. This has been such an amazing time to just discuss some of these offstage topics, some of these questions and answers that you guys have. So we hope you all have a great rest of your day and we will see you back next week. Thank you.